Welcome to Sometimes Dead is Better, and it's me, Kristen. Hey, it's me, Brian. Oh, Brian's back. Oh, <laughs> you're the one that's been watching The Sopranos. I don't know why I did that. <laughs> I don't know either. Why don't they have Sopranos <gasps> Funko Pops? Oh my gosh, that is such a waste right there. Man, I want a Polly Walnuts. Yes, like with a little steamer thing, steaming his clothes. <laughs> I want, yeah, one of each. They could have Adriana and her her the little, little tiny little outfits. <laughs> making, a, making cheese dogs. Do they have Breaking Bad? They don't mm-hmm. have that. They do? Yeah. Is Aaron Paul's pretty boring? There's one where they're both in their suits. Mm. Those are pretty cool. So he's in that. That's a, that was a Westworld preview we were watching. How freaky was that? Was there anything Westworldy about it? There were, he he talked to a robot. What happened? In, oh right, right. But that was it. Oh yeah, it was like, yeah. I wonder what happened in season two. I don't know. I don't want to watch it. I don't know. That just really got to me. I really hated it by the end. That last part of season one was interesting. When they came the out and killed episode, everybody. Yeah, and the first episode's really good. Oh, it's interesting. It kind of uh, parallels a little bit about what we're talking about today. Remember in Westworld season one, part of the part that was just so hard to believe was that, I don't know what the guy's name is, but the... Arnold? Is that his name? That sounds good. Well, so the Ed Harris character as a young kid. Oh. oh. He starts out as just like this pure... I forgot about that. ...great guy, and like he literally takes off his white hat and puts on a black hat and becomes like evil. Right. Very to very quickly, which is kind of something that happens. Or at in, least they kind of spread it out over a season instead of an episode like they did with Daenerys. Anyway, so Chris is not here. Chris is sailing to see what's west. I don't know what he's doing. Sailing to... Oh, I get it. <laughs> and so we were trying to figure out what we wanted to do. And it's like, well, something that we should do is Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. There it's, was an episode of it last night. <laughs> well, and so people might be saying, but that's not horror. Hey, but I watched the pilot today. Do you remember how it starts out? It starts out with... Yeah, with like the monster creature in yes. the snow or something. It starts out with the Night Watch going out and finding body parts everywhere. A little girl's like nailed to a tree. And then all right. of a sudden, they're being attacked by these monsters. So And someone gets their head sliced off. So I said it's pretty horror. Oh, yeah. And what's more... I mean, there's not anything more disturbing in any horror movie. Than that poor little girl getting oh, it's not talking about burned to death <laughs> with her parents right there sanctioning it. <sighs> Fucked up is that? That was that one time I told you to turn it off. Yeah. And I wouldn't watch it. I said, I'm never watching this again. I'm never watching it again. But then the next two episodes were pretty good. Well, I, think, I remember I the next you day you, you kind of like gently to said to me, you know, maybe you probably should just finish the episode. And mm-hmm. I was like, no, I won't. It took me a whole, it took me a week. It wasn't like it was a long time. But then I finally watched the end, and that's when Daenerys, you know, burns everybody with her dragons, and it's super cool. And that's um, how it ends. Right. And But you had a couple of those times, too. When we first watched the pilot, 
And you were like, okay, this girl just got raped. And then this it kid pushed got kid pushed. Out <laughs> and you were like, I'm done. And you, right. it took a while to get back to it. I don't think, I don't, I don't think I started it till later either. Yeah. I, I don't think I'll ever rewatch that show. Well, I started, I watched the first episode today and I think I'm ready to watch it again. Really? There's so much. You're going to sit through Ramsey? Well, yeah. I, like but, seasons of Joffrey? That's true. <laughs> I guess there's just so many little details in there, especially like with the history and things that you can... Because like when I first watched it, I still didn't quite understand who John Aaron was and how this caused all these issues. And, you know, so there's just so many cool stories there that you don't understand that John Aaron is Catelyn's brother-in-law and he was Hand of the King. So her, you know, so it's just like all these little things that kind of starts to fill in and yeah. you get a bigger picture of... I just everything. don't care. <laughs> So can we just dive right in and start talking about the finale? Do we have to keep tiptoeing around? Um, but usually we start with a, like, what else have we been watching? <laughs> but we're already talking about Game of Thrones. Where's Chris? <laughs> <laughs> we watched that. What was that sketch show? Oh, yeah. Mm, I think you should leave something like that on Netflix. Right. I, I cannot all think of, of what it is. I think it's something like that. I very the, much And the guy's it. name is just like Tim something. It's not like it's it's hard to remember. It was really funny, though. And all each episode is only 17 minutes long, which just That's cool. feels so perfect. Yeah. But yeah, that, that's so great that, that they put something like that on there. That's kind of short and weird. and. Yeah. I really liked it. You should watch. You haven't watched all of them. You know what else you should watch that you haven't watched? American Vandal. Right. I really like those. I want to watch rewatch those again. I super enjoyed those. Well, something I did watch is I watched the new Netflix series, Dead to Me. Did you watch that whole thing already? Yeah, I loved it. Also, they're about 28 minutes, so it's not like they're... How many episodes? Um, 10. Oh, you burned through that. Just I since we got did. back from Disney World? No, or I started you watched them. that on the ride while we were driving, right? Well, I started them before, and then I downloaded a few. Uh-huh. Yeah, and then I watched the last two the night we got home, because they're so good. Oh. Because I love Christina Applegate. is so funny. Mm-hmm. And Linda Cardellini is so good. I also really love seeing two women in their 40s. Yeah. <laughs> you, you like those? I don't know. I like Linda Cardellini. <laughs> they're, both, they're both really good. But especially Christina Applegate is so funny. And her character is so well written. But I really recommend it. I didn't think I would like it as much as I did. And I burned through it. Hmm. So. We're talking about Game of Thrones now? <sighs> All right. I haven't watched anything else. I watched a lot of basketball. Do people want to hear my thoughts on the Warriors? Probably not. And the Western Conference ones. finals. Um, Hashtag flagrant ones. I have a flagrant one shirt. Mm-hmm. It's the... Pinchy Crabs. Baltimore Pinchy Crabs. It's well, fun. we also saw Avengers Endgame. <coughs> that's kind of like... That's similar to this, yeah. too. I mean, we've been watching the Marvel movies for the last 10 years. And it's this kind of like... That kind of ended When did Game of chapter. Thrones start? I think it's been eight years. Really? Yeah. That's crazy. I know. But so we saw... Been waiting eight years for Bran to be the king. <laughs> All right, we'll get into it in a second. But so we saw Avengers Endgame, and it was perfect, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah, it was really good. Now that is... I don't remember much about it. Something that ended, I think. Yeah, it ended I couldn't have asked. Well, well. some of the stuff, some of the time travel stuff just messes with my head too much, you know? Yeah, I kind of just let that stuff wash over me. I don't... She can't think too hard about that stuff. I like to, though. It makes me happy. Isn't that weird? Okay, then. I mean, that's just hard for you to understand. Well, you just had to make your brain hurt. So does it seem like it makes you happy? Because, yeah, we saw 
Iron Man probably together in the movie theater. Mm, yeah. We, yeah, we would have because we. When did that come out? Like ten years ago, 84. man. Eighty <laughs> four. And then we try to make a habit of seeing most every Marvel movie. Which ones haven't we seen? That would be the the better list. Iron Man two and three. I've seen those. Ant Man's. We started it. We started it, and it was boring. <laughs> We started Doctor Strange. We finished Doctor Strange. We started. We watched it. that whole thing. Yes, we no. started it, and then we started. We finished it. Yeah. Really? Yeah, and we were like, "Well, what was the point of that?" Yeah, that was boring. Yeah, but he's so good in the other movies. Are you sure, I love him. Yes. I don't think I watched that whole we thing. We did. At the end, there's a giant time loop. Remember, and he fights a big monster. Did we just fast forward to the end? No, we watched it in different times. I kind of remember the ending now. I feel like we just skipped to the end. We still haven't seen Captain Marvel. That one came out in a bad time. It was hard to get a babysitter. So we have right. to see that. So Game of Thrones. Yes. Game Let's of get Thrones. To it. Okay. So you liked it. Like, so we're just going to talk night. about the finale? Yeah. I mean, we can go back. But okay. But finale is where to start, in my opinion. Okay. I asked you last night, because I thought, like, the last 45 minutes, I was, like, rolling my eyes. What? And so I thought we were on the same page. This is funny. So this when is I like asked when you, we got, went to go see Solo. Right. And I, and I was just thinking, I was so into it, and I loved it. And then I was thinking, I looked over at you, like, what'd you think? And you were like, that was horrible, right? And I was like, what? Was well, usually we're on the same page. Yeah. Yeah. I thought we'd be on the same page with the Game of Thrones. So I was surprised when you said you loved it. Boy. Just so many strange choices. <laughs> so I'm sure I'd, I've kind of got, I haven't read anything really. I saw, I read Alan Zeppenwall's review. I wasn't going to read anything. Oh, I didn't know I he was been, reviewing them. I've been reading yeah, AV clubs. Right. Well, so I haven't been, I'm not immersed in, in the feedback. I don't know what everyone's been saying, but I've kind of got a sense so people hate that it. a lot of people are on on my side of this. Well, I'm not saying it was perfect. I'm not saying that... I wouldn't even say I loved it. Like, if I was well, rating them... That. No, I think... I was satisfied with the ending. But... I See, I think we'll have to get back into some of the other episodes of season eight. Well, let's talk about the, the finale first. Okay. Bran is the king. Right. I don't know if I even need to say anything else. Um, well, I After do... After eight seasons? Eight seasons. Right? Mm-hmm. Bran. You know who likes Bran? No one. You know who dislikes Bran? No one. Right. No one cares. Well, I think that's why he was a good choice. You know choice. what his face looks like? It, <laughs> reali- I, it hit me last night. You know in the, the, the Marvel movies when they have like young Robert Downey Jr. And, it, and it's, it's his CGI'd. face and it's like weird though? Yeah. That's Bran. That's his face <laughs> like all the time. And I don't think there's CGI-ing him. I think he's just got a weird, strange, putty face that conveys nothing and he's the king what has he done i don't i don't understand his character and i don't understand aria's character and it really bothers me maybe we should go character by character that might be an easier way to kind of go through the finale okay. i want to start with aria then okay i i don't understand i mean they basically spent three seasons turning her into this assassin like a superhero with all these skills and she can turn into other people and take other people's faces. Like, that was a whole thing. Right. And it it amounted to nothing. What was the purpose of that? Was there a purpose to that that, that just soars over my head? Because I don't, I don't keep up with the, the mythology. I don't get that deep into the details. Well, I think 
the only time she that they kind of set it up to seem like she was going to is that she obviously took someone's face and killed the Frey sons remember and cooked them into a pie and then fed it to the main evil Frey takes off her face says it's Arya slices her throat so you're like alright Arya's out there she's gonna be this awesome assassin and look how she cool she is yeah so I don't know why they didn't do more than that yeah, I thought they were setting it up so that she's gonna kill Daenerys using some of her superhero killer skills because nobody else could get to her or something but they didn't do it she's just going sailing well, goes, well nope nope <laughs> I'm just gonna go sail. Well, that's why I, I so so I didn't care for the Long Night, which is the Battle of Winterfell episode mm. with the White Walkers. So I again I watched the pilot today, and they set up the White Walkers from the very first scene. The cold open is the dead are coming back, mm-hmm. and then when the one Night Watch guy gets away, he stumbles upon Ned and John and all them, and tells them. He saw White Walkers. So, I mean, it's from the very, very beginning. Right. And then I also, I was kind of, I rewatched, like, just, like, the end of season seven. I mean, the end is the Night King riding on a dragon zombie, burning or melting, I'm not sure which, the a hole in the impenetrable wall and the dead walking through. I mean, it's the coolest setup ever. You just can't believe you have to wait two years. And then you finally get to the Battle of the Dead, and it was so disappointing. Well, I mean, that episode, I thought... So during the episode, I loved it. I mean, I was really into it during the whole thing. It's just what it all added up to. It was kind of the climax ruined everything that came before it, you know? Like, I thought the whole thing was really tense leading up to that. But then, just the use of... A lot of my problems come down to the use of Bran and Arya. Like, Bran has these... Whatever he is. I don't know what the hell he is. He's a cripple guy who sees things in the past and his eyes roll back. And he can see the future. I don't know. So he's I, basically just used as bait for the White Walkers. Right, so That's why all he does. They he just sits him, in a chair. Take him out of the castle. Put him on the dragon. Make them go around and around. <laughs> Or also, they have dragons. Why aren't they doing, like, reconnaissance and, like, flying out and seeing where the dead are? They're walking. Or they're apparently very fast. I don't know. They're walking sometimes. They're running sometimes. Well, I also just thought it was... The battle was too... They made it too hard. Like, these zombies were running. And they were... They can't feel pain. They can't get injured. And they can come back to life. Yes. And so, but so when that happened, though, that was awesome. It was. Right? And it so, was. a lot of... There was a lot of stuff in that that was great. But you're right. It doesn't... It's the kind of thing that is cool in the moment, but then if it, it it doesn't hold up to scrutiny and the payoff amounted to nothing. Like when you have all these unkillable monsters and none of our heroes die. And it was like literally Nobody? like you they pan around and you would just see like Jamie and Brian. I mean, there must have been like seven different shots where Brian is completely overwhelmed with zombies and she's just swinging one giant sword <laughs> slowly across them all. And then 20 minutes later, the same thing is happening. It's like, no, she's dead. Jamie's dead. Right. So many of them would be dead. And I just right. don't believe you, storytellers. <laughs> You're just- well, yeah, and since so the, the big plan is that they're going to get to Bran, and there's no plan. There's no setup from that. And I, I don't even understand that. Why was why were they going after Bran? 
I didn't understand what. why does he get the key to it all. I don't know. It seems like they have all those books and all the libraries and the maesters. It seems like there's their history and has been... Right. It's because he knows the history. That's why they want him. That couldn't have been it. It's like he has these mystical powers. Apparently, he has some kind of crazy powers because the Night King wanted to kill him for some reason. But really, he, no, he didn't. He didn't seem like much of a threat to me. Well, the other Just three... Just kind of sitting there. The other three-eyed raven just stayed like in his little tree See, a lot of this feels very like lost to me a lot of yeah. the same well, problems also, i have with lost where I they wa- come up with these interesting ideas but they don't really know what to do with them and it doesn't amount to a whole lot well yeah but i also wonder how much that is hindered because george R. R. martin didn't get any more books out he didn't give them no that's bullshit i mean that's not an excuse they're they're writers they're storytellers they can come up with a decent plot they can come up with decent character development but maybe George R. R. Martin was putting all these things in there, and he had an idea of how it was supposed to all connect. Well, he was consulting with us. He was talking to them. And regardless, it's still their job to write a maybe story. Maybe he just wanted them to finish it and see how everybody liked it. <laughs> right. And then he's going to so. rewrite it the way everybody wants to have how it actually ended. So, so again, so the Battle of Winterfell, and then again with Arya, I think that why I said, where the fuck did she come from? Like, it just wasn't, it wasn't, a, where'd she come from? Oh, there wasn't she jumped out of nowhere. Yes. Like, yeah. I mean, it's great. I'm glad that she killed the Night King. She should have. But there should have been some, dis- like you said, a disguise. There should have been an elaborate plot. There should have been a twist that we didn't know about. Or all the, I mean, there's so many creative choices that you could take with all these different characters. There's so many different things that you could do. And that's what you come up with is she just appears out of nowhere right. and stabs him. And, wh- and what are the chances that he didn't just put his knife into her a lot of the the climaxes or like the resolution to these things just felt so lazy well apparently brand knows the future but he can't say it or it won't come true which is the same thing that dr strange says but so what so then he's who cares? keeping then quiet because he knows that? he's going to be king so he's keeping quiet and not saying anything letting things play out so that way he can be king which if you think about it like that he's kind of like a villain because he knows what's going to happen. He knows that Danny is going to murder all these people. He knows that John is going to kill her and sacrifice his freedom. He knows all this is going to happen. But he doesn't say anything because he knows that it all leads to him becoming king. Right. Did you read that somewhere? No. So, yeah. So, he could have kept his mouth shut through the whole Night King thing. Okay. Let's don't mess with this. I'll keep my mouth shut and let events take place. Because if he says something, then that's going to interrupt that. Right, you gotta Secrets kill the dead. Okay, fine. But yeah, you're right. He could have said, actually, John, Daenerys, she's gonna burn this whole city down. <laughs> and then, okay, so you don't get to be king. At least the all the city and the children and everyone, they don't get burned alive. Right. <laughs> what a mess. What a, just a fucking mess <laughs> of a story. And so... Okay, so I didn't love... I do love people breaking bad, but... I mean, it was too quick, obviously. You don't have to rush anything. Take as long as time as you need. We're here. I didn't understand that either. Danny transitioned a little too quickly into evil. And so why did they make that choice? I mean, you're HBO. You're making a killing off this. Like a bazillion people watch that. Why not have one more episode? Because Benioff and... What are her names? Weiss. They want to move on because they're making Star Wars. HBO apparently would give them whatever they wanted. They wanted to make more episodes, but also I think the actors were tired. 
The but actors still, have been doing this a long time, and they wanted to move on. One more on. episode? Maybe they, I don't know, in their heads, I guess they thought that they had been laying the seeds well. And so so something I was thinking about, with if you want to talk about Danny... You know, I don't know if I don't know if you remember how evil her brother was. He was like, yeah, I remember. Okay, he was obviously there was some sort of there was lots of emotional abuse, probably sexual abuse. He's was super weird. I forgot how evil he was. So she's been dealing with that. She has this traumatizing childhood, then she's married off and raped by a giant man. Yeah, I mean it's well established that terrible things happen to her. Right, and so. I was just thinking about comparing that to like true crime and serial killers. And there are people who go through the same thing that like Charles Manson goes through. He went through a terrible childhood. His mother was awful. She beat him, you know, but there's tons of people who go through that same thing and come out differently. Like Sansa, Arya, Theon, they all went through terrible things, but they didn't become evil. So why is it so hard for people to accept that this was always in her and she tried to do the right thing. And also, I was thinking about, like, since um, Tyrion joined her, she he had to stop her, like, a few times from just, like, destroying everything and just sitting down and talking. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I just don't buy that argument at all. I mean, I understand people have bad childhoods and then they grow up to do bad things, but we're talking about a character and a story. The writers have total control over whatever she becomes and does and how that evolves over time and to have her go from being the person that wants to set people free and help everyone and all this stuff yeah and then burning an entire city alive i mean that that is too extreme and it happened too quickly see i don't know because she has she she always thought that she was doing the right thing even though she was killing people that she thought deserved to die, just again, everybody kind of reminded me again about the Marvel Universe and Thanos. He feels like he is doing the right thing and this is what's best for humanity. And so maybe at some point it starts out small with but him. So Thanos, right, but he started a three hour movie that this is his goal, right? Yeah. And, and yeah. so it wasn't like the first scene, he's a nice guy. And then the fifth scene, he's burning New York City to the ground. You know, I just I don't. <laughs> no, and I and I don't think it was perfect. I do like the idea of her becoming like a Darth Vader type character, but I completely agree that it was rushed. And honestly, it didn't. It that didn't even bother me that much. I mean, it it felt a little rushed, but I could. I mean, we all kind of saw it coming. You know, like we kind of thought that, or at least I did, this is where this is heading. It's going to be John and Danny against each other, you know? So you kind of thought, okay, well, she's going to kind of go off the reservation and then he's going to have to decide what he wants to do. And I really liked the part where, you know, Arya is down there. Oh, that was great. Right. It was like saving Private Ryan. Yeah. It was just really, really intense. You, yeah, um, so you really so, had an idea of what was going on. But then they did that, and it made it seem like, okay, Arya, right. they, they spent so much time on Arya and her experience down there. What was the payoff of that? Like, it felt like this experience is going to lead her to do something. So you thought she is going to be the one who uses her superpowers of assassinry, if that's a word, um, to take out Danny. But nope, nope. Yes. she now gets that, on a horse. That is 100% what should have happened because i mean a lot of aria's journey has been her kill list and then when she meets with melisandra 
Melisandre tells her she's going to kill right the Brown. blue eyes and yes. all that stuff and again I thought that was kind of still like silly in the Battle of Winterfell too like Melisandre had a reminder what she said remember blue eyes and she was like I should go kill the Night King you're right right for like five seasons she's been I don't know I don't know how many seasons but it feels like a hell of a long time she's had this list and she's gonna kill Cersei and she finally gets there and then the hound just says don't be like me and she's like oh okay yeah that was kind of weird that was more of a character change of a direction even than Danny to me because that was instant yeah I mean and she doesn't seem like the kind of person that um would just change that quickly based on the hound's advice yeah she, she already said she wasn't planning on coming back seems like she knew she whatever she was gonna do if she was gonna die she was gonna kill Cersei yeah and she should have yes she should have been much more Cer- fulfilling well, than I'll- just rocks falling on them <laughs> okay I know so yes, one hundred percent. Arya should have killed Danny, or you know, I think what should have happened is John should have known that's what had to happen, but he couldn't go through with it. So Arya was like, right. "Fuck yeah. this! Hey, don't worry about John. I got it." And see, I, and then she I could have disappeared. What, She's an ass- assassin, right? And I think that's what a lot of people expected, and it seemed like it was heading that direction, and it it made sense from a storytelling perspective. So I don't know if the creators just got way too cute with their decisions and they thought they won't see this coming. We'll make Bran the king and we'll just have rocks fall on Cersei. <laughs> like all these yeah, choices maybe. that, that uh, okay, I guess we didn't see them coming. So maybe points for you, storyteller. But they're super unsatisfying. I mean, just deeply unsatisfying. When you've been waiting, waiting for 40 episodes for... Cersei to get hers, you know, for these people to finally meet and to battle it out. And then no one gets gets revenge or satisfaction. Even Danny, I mean, yeah, she burns the city to the ground, but she's not the one really directly that kills Cersei. It was a bunch of rocks fell on her head. Why didn't she just go straight up with a dragon and set her ass on fire? That's what I said. Why did you just burn the Red Keep down? That's what I said to you, <clears throat> didn't I? They, right. they said, they, they set it up and said specifically, Cersei has not left the Red Keep in months. Hey, let's go burn the Red Keep at midnight. Right. And also, I didn't understand why they flew in there during the day. Why didn't they? she bring her dragon in? Those boats are out there, right? Go in right. there at night. Burn everything up. I don't know. All that was kind of dumb, too. Yeah. There are just so many bad storytelling decisions that I don't understand. I mean... So this time with the dragon, the dragon comes in and just tears shit to pieces, right? right? But the last time when the dragons came in, they they had what? Yeah. They, they were shooting at us? <laughs> right. What are these things in the water? Like, And then why don't you just go behind them? I mean, just... Just, just come just in Just obvious blazing. things. Yeah, I didn't it's get really that. really frustrating. Yes. And it's the kind of thing that in the moment you kind of notice that but then the spectacle is really compelling you know it looks beautiful to me right it's amazing yeah and so it's really kind of after the fact where it's like wait what the fuck was that about (laughs) the fuck are you doing (laughs) um we haven't talked about danny and john oh wait but we'll back to aria Mm -hmm. she had i believe she had even more motivation to kill her because she knew that her life and sansa's life was in jeopardy because she was not going to let them live. Mm. And I think that would have been a much more interesting thing if she... Because they they've had this whole dynamic between Sansa and Arya 
But at the beginning, she's just a Arya is just a bratty little sister, and then they, and then man, at the end of season seven when they conspire to kill Lord Baelish, that's so good, and they f- have this relationship again, and that would have been so great if she would have, you know, told had to have a heart to heart with Sansa and like kind of tell her goodbye, but not let her know exactly what. Mm-hmm. And I am coming up with this right now. I didn't read this. I just thought about this. She, this mm-hmm. that she should have had some sort of like heart to heart with Sansa where you know Arya is not coming back and Sansa kind of knows and then she has to go she goes and kills the queen and because she's a faceless assassin she can disappear into the night or whatever that would have been much more satisfying and then John could have been maybe he was offered why couldn't John be king well, okay let's say they, they, they give him the crown he should have been offered it he should have given and then had the chance to be like no for real I meant what I said I don't want it yeah and then he maybe sure give it to Bran no <laughs> there's no, there's just, there's no argument for that. Yeah, I, sure. That got me excited there for a second when they said, "Why don't you be king?" And he was right. like, "Oh, half the people hate me, and half the people hate me." And it's just like, "Well, so what? Everybody hates Cersei." Right. But I'm gonna talk for ten minutes about <laughs> storytelling and how that's how we should choose a king. So yes, Arya should have killed Daenerys, and then Jon should have been crowned king, and he should have been like, you know what? I'm serious. I don't want this. And I still like that John went back up to the free folk, and because he liked living there. Remember, he he, he fell yeah. in love with he fell in love with Egret, and you know. He, so he's just is he like a wildling? Yeah, he's like, like he's the king of the wildlings, out there now? like the commander of the wildlings or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I also just really like that he got to hang out with Tormund. You know, he's going to have fun. Him and Tormund, they're going to have a great time. <laughs> but so they sentenced him to the wall. But then he right? was like, "Fuck that," and he went. But so why is there a wall? I thought the whole point of the wall was to keep the the night walkers and the out. wildlings out. I don't know. That, that's what John said. He was like, "There's still a wall." <laughs> okay. Oh, I missed that part. Right. But then again, Bran's the king. Why can't he just let him free? Right. Yeah. Grey Worm's leaving. There's way too much. Like, why wasn't Sansa? She wasn't even involved. Like in this whole episode until the very end. Like she can't be involved somehow with coming into this battle and being just part of things. Like, there was 150% too much Grey Worm in this, you know? Yeah. I got, what? Yeah, so yeah, so Sansa, I did like that she became Queen of the North. I did like, too, when they were like, Bronze the king, I mean, Bran's the king. And she was just kind of like, really? And then she, she wouldn't even, yeah, she was like, well, you're not my king. Can I be queen up there? Like, she still, she stuck with it. Right. She's 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 great. She should have had more to do. I would have been fine with John being king. It would have been it would have been boring. Yeah. Not it would have been expected, you know. But it made sense. Like he should be king. Like they've set it up for two seasons that he would be a good king. Well, also they had the whole twist about him being right, the rightful which, heir, which didn't matter no. in the end, right? No. So well, why? It did, no, it did matter uh, actually because. Daenerys knew that, so that's what made him a threat. So that's why he knew he had to kill her also. Besides the fact that she's burning the city to the ground and she's not going to stop and she's going to become a tyrant. Mm, right. Yeah. He knew that. But why... I, I also just don't understand But even that. then, what does it matter? Okay, so he's a threat. But so what's he going to do? Is he going to, like, get on TV and say, like, make an announcement that it turns out, guys, that this whole... I'm uh, adopted thing, or I'm a bastard thing. It's not true. Like, how do you even get That's the word out? That's what I was out? wondering. Like, you know, how do you the, let people know. Yeah, you know, like the scenes, like in those 
of medieval movies where like the guys on top of the castle talking to the people. Nobody can hear you. Well, yeah, they did that. I was thinking that in this episode oh, because Daenerys, Daenerys she's and up there talking. Can hear you? Like all the Dothraki are down there, like a mile away, right. hooting and hollering and cutting heads off of things. I assume right. like they can't hear her, her right. tiny little voice. Yeah, that's what I was wondering too. Like, and then how do you even prove it? Again, it's the same thing what Daenerys said to him. She was like, "So this is true because your weird brother said it." And your fat right, friend? Right. So, uh, yeah, I never, I didn't entirely understand why does it matter. Who are you going to convince? You're going to go tell Cersei? Actually, it turns out, Cersei, this is the, the real story. She's going to be like, oh, shit. Damn. Okay. Here you go. I don't care. What does it matter? It doesn't matter. You're going to go tell the Dothraki? <laughs> hey, guys. <laughs> turns out. They're going to be like, oh, okay. Well, he says he's the king. Right. Oh, I wanted to talk about Jamie. So, okay. I didn't... I, I, I don't understand what happened with Jamie. So, the last couple of seasons, he was becoming a nice guy, mm-hmm. right? He was a good guy. Seems to get along with Brienne. Mm-hmm. And then he oddly has sex with her. Mm-hmm. But then he goes back to Cersei and turns out he's a bad guy. Yeah, I uh, I thought that. What, what? Well, I thought that I could see. I I still I think what should have happened with that is he should have gone in there and be like, "Hey, I'm gonna fuck you because you're a virgin," and she would be like, "No, I'm good." And then they would like maybe spend the night drinking and talking, and then I don't think that ever should have. But why then did he go back to Cersei, oh, so, and why did he sleep with Brienne in the first place? Well, I think because he felt sorry for her. And he, he does. Really? I think, I he think was, like, he, doing her a favor? That's know. what that was? I think he loves her on some level. They had a lot. They went through a lot together, and she he knighted her and stuff. I don't think that that worked. I also don't think that she would have... If you're going to go back to Cersei, wouldn't you do that before the giant battle with the undead? I thought that he was going back to kill her. And I thought that he was trying to hurt Brienne and make it seem like... He was telling her that he was going back. And you know how you, you have to hurt somebody to let them go. That kind of thing that happens in movies and stuff. Right, but that didn't seem to be the case. I know, but that, that's how it was disappointing too. That's what I thought was going to happen. It made no sense. So I thought he was going to go back and kill Cersei. Right. And so he hurt Brienne so that way there was no way he, she was going to follow him or anything like that. I, I still don't know why Brian cried over it. Brian, what does she care? Go, go, fuck Tormund. Weird. Yeah. So that was all handled very weird. And then Jamie is actually there to save her, and then he's bad again. Yeah. So that was very confusing. Also, something with Cersei is that you know she got that prophecy when she was a kid from mm. that witch, and so one of her prophecies was that. So the witch told her that she would have three kids and her three kids would die. Mm-hmm. The king would have 20 kids. And that made sense because he had all those bastards, right? Mm-hmm. And so her prophecy started to come true. Also, one of her prophecies was that her younger brother would kill her. So she went. That's why she hated Tyrion also because okay. he killed, that she blamed him for killing their mom. And also he she was thought that that was part of the prophecy. So... That never came to fruition. That's also why everyone kind of thought, was thinking like, I mean, I thought Jamie was going to kill Cersei anyway, just because who else could do that? She, he, I thought he would take... Rocks. <laughs> and I thought he would take that burden on 
and we would find out he really was a good guy the whole time or not the whole time but he really had changed right and that didn't happen and, and, we, and that could technically be maybe be her younger brother you know they're twins but maybe you know or I thought maybe what could have happened is when Tyrion came down into the crypt and found them she was still alive and he did like a like a Tony Soprano mm. on Christopher type thing and right. then did end up killing her nope nope <laughs> he just cried over them yeah when we talk about this, the matter I get. I'm so sorry. Hey, well, let's talk about um, the good times. <laughs> yeah. All the good times. Well, I mean, you know, like, think about, they, they gave us Danny, who walked into a burning building and came out with three baby dragons. Remember how cool that was? Yeah, I mean, there were a lot of cool parts. Yeah, a lot might be a stretch. I mean, yeah. There are some five-star episodes. Yeah, that's the. There are. There are. There are definite five-star episodes. There. Are, I don't think there's a five-star season. No. Season which is weird. Six is really good. Like five and six, I think were really good. Um, seven but had a lot. Ramsey's in those, right? And that's his name. Right, but the Battle of the Bastards is a perfect episode. Right. So there are individual episodes yes. like that, especially ones where they have giant battles or battles with giants. Yes. That are really, really good. They're good at spectacles. Like the season finale of of season six, which is The Winds of Winter, that mm-hmm. starts with Cersei burning the crypt down. That's how it, the show, that's how it starts. It's only 20 minutes in, mm-hmm. which is amazing. That that whole thing is amazing. I mean, there, there are, so think of all the good times and think about what a cultural phenomenon this was, Brian. Yeah. Remember when Drogon picked up Daenerys and flew away? <laughs> I didn't understand anything with that dragon either. <laughs> that was weird. Why'd he burn the throne down? I don't know if he knew. I mean, that's one thing where I saw some stuff on Twitter where people made some pretty good jokes about his thought process. Oh, yeah. Oh, so I, I like, my thinking was, like, maybe he didn't realize that what he was burning down... He was just mad because it happened oh, to be there. I saw somebody, somebody said something about that. Like he saw her dead and he saw a bunch of swords <laughs> yeah, yeah. up there. So that must have done it. Yes. Right. <laughs> I mean. <sighs> and I guess he knew he couldn't. Well, I guess John is a Targaryen. So he knows. I don't know. I don't know. And then he flew away. It just seemed. But Brain's going to keep an eye on him. Don't worry. <laughs> I do love Bran. What does I like about For, Bran? No, I love that he's such a weirdo. I don't think he's a good character. I don't understand him. I don't understand what his purpose is. But I do like the comedy moments and the memes that he gave us. Yeah, I mean, that's really all he's good for is comedy and unintentional comedy. Like at the end, when <laughs> Jake John is saying his teary goodbyes to Arya and Sansa, and, you know, it's very teary and yeah. speechy and sweet and then i don't remember what what he and brand said to each other whatever brand said and then john's reaction just made it seem like he's like okay yes right <laughs> well that's brand for you yeah and he's king now right i mean i like i, I do understand that so much everything oh like if you want someone to be king you might as well have someone who doesn't care about power or is just kind of there john. I know. Would have made sense for John. I know. Everything that happened after John killed Danny in that episode to me was stupid. 
the I guess near I, to the end scene when they have like the new council, right? And like Bronn mm-hmm. is making jokes about brothels, and I mean it just all felt stupid. Oh, I like that part because I like that seeing them back in there all together. I didn't it felt like a sitcom, the wacky neighbor talking about brothels. <laughs> I was satisfied with the end. Like mm-hmm. it's fine with me that Arya is rolling up her maps and going off. I like that Sansa is queen of the north and happy up there with her people. And I like that Jon went back to the wildlings and is hanging out with Tormund and Ghost. That's what I think I liked. I'm happy with that. But it does seem like, I mean, think about the process of writing this, right? I mean, they've been working on this ending in some form or fashion or how this all wraps together for years, you know? Yeah. The amount of ideas they've tossed around and storyboards and character developments and plots and ways they could resolve this and things that could happen with a character. And for them to land on these choices, it's so strange to me. It just seems like so fucking stupid. I mean, just so many. (laughs) Bran. Bran. I mean, I guess maybe they're trying to do something with, like, it kind of starts with him. Uh, and then it ends with him. <laughs> but really, like, all Bran did, like, didn't he fuck up Hodor? Isn't that, wasn't that his fault? Like, didn't he, like, it's, he it was the one who, like, got inside his mind on accident. <laughs> and that's why he said Hodor, because all he could remember was hold the door. Oh, something like He was, that. like, the three-eyed raven. He, like, somehow messed up something in the past and fucked up Hodor. Right. And so, poor Hodor. I mean, so his whole existence right. is to hold the door. And then Bran the... also, like, they told him, whatever you do, don't go up to the Night King in your visions. He goes up to him and gets marked. That's why he's chasing him. Mm. At, at, the, at, the, at Winterfell, he was like, I mar- he marked me. And it was like, well, that's because you fucking went up to him. What do you expect? What does that matter? What does it matter that he's marked? I guess because he knows where he is. I don't know, Brian. But so what? I don't know. He's a cripple kid. They, the children of the forest go inside crows sometimes. Made the White Walkers. I don't know. Remember there was a guy named Craster who used to give the male babies to the White Walkers? What happened to them? I don't Ugh. know. Yeah, there's so much disturbing, creepy shit. I'm, n- I'm never going to rewatch this. <laughs> I mean, there really is too much disturbing. You know what we do need to rewatch? Six Feet Under. No, I never finished that. So. I'd forgotten that show existed until recently. No, Six Feet Under is. I never got to the season finale, but apparently everyone raved about how perfectly they ended it. Yeah, it's supposed to be really good. Yeah, and and the leftovers, which I'm getting close. Oh really? It's only three seasons. Oh yeah. That show is so good, Brian. Yeah, I'd like to watch it sometime. And I don't think like Chris was saying something about how like I don't know if Brian would like it. It's pretty dark, but it's it's like so interesting and weird too. Mm-hmm. It's not just all you know sad stuff. It's really I think you'd love it. I'll watch it again with you. Not just because of Justin Theroux. <laughs> I promise. The Watchmen preview on HBO is coming out. Mm. They're good at making previews, aren't they? They are. But Regina King is in that. Oh, mm. I told you. She is so good. In The Leftovers. She's also in American Crime, which was... Anyway, she's like my new favorite actress. So there's a lot of new stuff on HBO coming out. We got Big Little Lies season two. Are you pitching me on keeping the subscription? <laughs> We did get the subscription back for mainly Game of Thrones. Yeah, but there's a ton of stuff on there. There that is. I want to see. I, want, I still want to watch Barry. Mm-hmm. And then there's the his dark materials, which looks right, really that cool. Looks neat. Mm-hmm. They're really going on that kind of dark sci-fi thing, huh? Mm-hmm. 
So what do you think about Tyrion ending up as Hand of the King reluctantly? I mean, that just seems like a boring choice. He's just kind of in the same role he's been in the past few seasons. Well, yeah, which seems like they would have realized that he has been guiding all of these kings. Now it's his turn to be king. That would have been a much more interesting... Maybe been better than Bran, at least. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. It, I, I guess they felt like so many choices felt obvious, like John or Tyrion, and so they wanted to go out of the box and surprise the audience with a twist or something. But, geez, what a disappointing twist. Look at that guy. <laughs> that's, I've never seen the real Bran. Oh, God. That's, that's the king of the seven kingdoms. Well, don't do that. Now I'm going to feel bad for him. Don't make fun of the real, the real Bran, the real actor. I think he's doing fine. Oh, I, I I liked the Hound's ending with his brother. Yeah, I, I no no because they spent again so many seasons. There's this big monster creature. What is it gonna do? When is this thing gonna be unleashed and just beat oh. the shit out of some stuff? Like Hulk style. And he, yeah, he never oh, yeah really I did, did like anything. when he when he picked up the Maester and just threw him downstairs. I like that. I could have used a whole battle of that though. You know, yeah. I'm just wrecking shit. I was waiting for that for so long. You're right. They You're created right. a monster and did nothing with it. You're right. I thought it was pretty cool though when I stabbed him and you really realized he was a dead guy. Yeah. But still, you could have had two seasons of that. I'm glad that Jilly, Gilly and Sam were okay. Yeah. I really liked Gilly. I could do with some more Gilly. Yeah. I like Sam. Oh, and then what was the whole point of Gendry being a Baratheon? That never really... I don't know. He came back and then... There he is. And then he got a He had sex house. with Arya. Yeah. I, but I didn't right. like how Arya was like, nah. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to sail this way. I'll see you later. Um, I guess Daenerys and Jon fell in love. I'm doing air quotes. It just kind of kept reminding me of Frozen. You know, like, you can't mm-hmm. marry a man you just met. You guys don't love each other yet. That was just kind of... I mean, I, they're both really hot. I never hot. felt that. Well... Have they been around each other a while? I don't know. They're not not long. They're both super hot, and so they're but, like and powerful. Yeah, I guess. I guess it feels like they've been together a while, just because we've been watching both of their separate stories for so long. I guess so. I kind of thought that maybe she would. It'd be nice if she decided that this was too much for her. Maybe she did do these terrible things, and she like felt bad about it. Maybe she went back to Marine and got back with Daria Harris, You know, her right. boyfriend. I mean, this is something that Alan Sevenwall pointed out that felt weird at the time when I was watching. So she's giving her speech at the top where she's finally conquered everything and she's t- telling all the Dothraki and the Unsullied, you know, I'm a queen and the war's going to continue and blah, blah, blah. And then Jon Snow's there and she, like, walks by him and just, like, gives him the death stare, you know, just, like, has nothing, doesn't want anything to do with him, it seems right. like. And then, like, I don't know, some short time later... She's telling him she's childhood right, stories. Right, and that they could be in love and, yeah, hugging him and kissing him and ready to just fuck. <laughs> like, that didn't make sense. I did like that he stabbed her. I didn't see that coming right then. Yeah, yeah. I thought, well, for a second I was like, oh, damn, I guess they're going to do this together. Yeah, which would have been much more interesting. You're right. And then Arya... And then Arya kills still- them both. Ooh. <gasps> I solved it. Damn it. <laughs> Tell George R.R. R. Martin he'll write the last book. <laughs> yeah, she uses like her big pointy thing that Gendry made her. And mm. it goes through both of them. Yes. Ah, oh, Brian. <laughs> what are you wasting our talents for? 
Well, and so there's no more Game of Thrones. No. I'm not too broken up about that, to be honest. It was, it felt like, I really did like Game of Thrones, but it did feel like a chore. Sometimes. Yeah. I mean, and I, see, I, I say all this negative stuff, but like most episodes, while I'm watching it, I'm really into it. The finale, I wasn't for the last half, just because it is so many silly, just silly choices. But yeah, most of the time, <laughs> I don't know, man. It's a complicated relationship with that show. <laughs> it is. I, have. I, I remember so much I, of it made me so angry sometimes. Yeah, I was watching ahead of you, and I watched the Red Wedding, and then I rewatched it with you, and you were like, "Well, all right, that's enough." I think you took off about a year before you wanted to watch it again. I think if you start up watching it again, and you've got all those Starks at the beginning who are so boring. That's true. There's Ned. It's just kind of boring. And, and then there's... Right. I'd forgotten all about him. And boy, I wouldn't want to sit through three seasons of him. You're right. You're Ooh. right. Let's watch, just watch Rick and Morty again. Yeah, I do want to watch that again. Okay. That's what we should have talked about that we've been watching. Pickle Rick. <laughs> Pickle Rick. <laughs> Are we recording? Oh, have we started? Is this, this is the show? Okay. <laughs> so we took a little break, Brian, and we're back. Uh, how do you feel about what all you said about Game of Thrones and the seasons? Because I know it was the first time you kind of like talked about it out loud, right? So Right, yeah. How do you feel? That's true. I've been stewing in my juices all day. <laughs> <laughs> it is hot outside. My juices of negativity. <laughs> And I was very tired and cranky last night. So I think I was a little too negative, a little too complainy, a little too angry guy. I don't like to be the complainy, angry guy. And I was that. And so I felt a little bad about that. But I was thinking about it today. And that, you know, when I'm watching the show, I really do enjoy it. And there have been episodes this season that when they ended, I'm really disappointed. It's like I could have kept going another hour. Oh, you know? okay. And I think what a lot of it is is one, we talked about the spectacle and how cool it looks, but I really think the music also oh, the music is, is so, so good. good. And like things that in the moment, like when you are not in the moment, but after the show is over and you go back and think about it, um, they're terrible. Like the, the kind of the story choices, um, the Danny and Jon Snow and all that stuff. But in the moment, it's all right because it looks so good and they're pretty people. Yeah. And uh, the music is, is really, really good. And so I think that's, for me, part of why there's kind of a disconnect between when I'm watching it and I'm enjoying it. And then later when there's no more great music to kind of, you know, support this yeah. shoddy storytelling. Yeah, I can see that. Um, um, later on, it starts to hit you like, oh, I've been tricked. That wasn't good after all. <laughs> it was just pretty and it sounded good. <laughs> yeah. Well, and the, I mean, even just down to like the costumes will take your breath away. Like mm, Danny's yeah. like that when she came out and the wings of Drogon mm. were behind her. Yeah, and, that was pretty cool. I mean, it's amazing. Yeah. And and then even when John was like stabbing Danny, I was just thinking like, <laughs> I bet he is so strong. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, I bet he is so hard. <laughs> oh, I, I bet he's not that strong. I mean, he's like 5'3". I mean, he's sturdy. I just wouldn't look at him and think, I bet he's so strong. Tormund, I guess. You look at him. Which one's Tormund? The big red beard guy. Yeah. 
I guess. The giant, maybe. Right, yeah. Maybe strong. <laughs> right. <laughs> but what I was going to say is my favorite thing has been just all the funny tweets and memes. Even if the sh- even if a show is good, people right. are so funny. It's so nice. I yeah. like that people are weird. I haven't seen very many of them. I haven't been I on the internet I sent you a couple, much. but... Yeah. And then I saved a few because they just cracked me up. Well, so I don't know if you know how this show works, but we forgot to do a what are we drinking so it's a work night, so I don't expect you to drink. But so yeah. I thought that I'd take one for the team. Hanging on by a thread here as it is. Don't say that. <laughs> what? And so what we are drinking is, it's just a little obvious, isn't it? It's on the nose, but that's all right. Um, it's dragon's milk, mm. which sounds kind of gross. Yeah. So this probably was called like meth juice like four years ago right. like breaking bad was popular (laughs) and now it's dragon's milk in a few years from now it'll be whatever westworld's beer is uh but it's a bourbon barrel aged stout from new holland brewing and it's really good it's a roasted malty and smooth Mm. that's what it says you didn't like it you said that's not beer it's a bit like a milkshake almost isn't it Mm -hmm. it's very thick it's a hearty beer. It is a hearty beer. <laughs> well, that was kind of that's kind of exciting to think about too. Like, what's going to be next? What is the, the next, next great show? show? Yeah, I mean, we yeah. had we had. I guess it kind of. I mean, we had The Sopranos. We had Lost. We had Breaking Bad. I mean, so something's going to be next. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you see all these articles that this was the last big show, but I mean, no, there'll be no. something else. Yeah. All right, and so also how the show works is that I like to tell. Chris, a true crime. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've been on the show before. Oh, that's right. I'm sorry. I'm a returning guest. I'm like the Steve Martin of this show. I have the most appearances. Or maybe it's Alec Baldwin now on SNL. Yeah, it might be. Tom uh, Hanks is up there. Mm. So you have a true crime? <laughs> well, not exactly, but I just thought it would be really cool to talk about some of the real history that Game of Thrones is based on. Mm. Are you titillated? <laughs> Not really. It was very fascinating yeah. looking it up. I mean, because you kind of assume it's based on a lot of things from medieval times, down to the clothes or the swords or the houses or whatever. But some of the stuff I found was... It's based on George R. R. Martin's real life. A lot of this was taken from his childhood. Yes, this was his childhood. <laughs> Something that George R. R. Martin told Entertainment Weekly was, uh, no matter how much I make up, there's stuff in history that's just as bad or worse. Which is, I guess, kind of goes back to, I think I remember talking to you one time about some true crime story. Mm. This is before, finally, you were like, I don't want to hear it. Like 10 years ago? Yeah. And uh, I was like, well, why don't you want to hear about it? This, you know, whatever. And you were like, because I just assumed that what the worst thing you could possibly think of has happened or is happening right now. And I don't want to hear about it. Right. So I'm going to tell you some bad stuff. <laughs> Great. So overall, and I got uh, all these, I got a lot of information from a bunch of links and I'll put them all on our, our show page. So you guys can research them more if you want. You guys want. have show notes? Well, on the description, you know. Oh, okay. I need someone to help me build a website. You need a wiki. So this the whole story is loosely based on the War of the Roses. Mm. I know what you're thinking. The 1989 Michael Douglas Kathleen Turner movie? Mm-hmm. You know how I remember that? How? Uh-huh. Because I remember going to the movie theater, and my parents went to go see War of the Roses, and we went with my grandma to go see The Little Mermaid. And that was one of my first movies. You know your parents just went to have sex in the car, right? Gross. 
What's wrong with you? Just saying. They went to go to a movie. Okay. They finally got rid of their three children. Right. Exactly. Oh. <laughs> yeah, because that's the first thing we do. We're not like, yes, we can we can drink beer and watch TV. Just go to sleep. Turn the TV up as loud as we want. Yeah, that's the best. It is. It's really the big thing. <laughs> well, so the War of the Roses was in 15th century England. There were two warring families. The Lancasters. Mm, that sounds familiar. Represented by a red rose, and the Yorks represented by a white rose. Mm. So that's pretty obvious. And they both believed that they were the true rulers of England. Um, one of the battles of this war was called the Battle of Toe Town in 1461, which was considered one of the bloodiest battles ever in Britain. Archaeologists are still finding this was in the 1400s. Yeah, but it was a pretty damn bloody battle. Yeah, 1400s, don't you think? I mean. Yeah. You're talking chopping off heads and arms and all yeah, kind of gruesome so shit. Archaeologists are still finding skulls and bodies from this war. Mm. That the skulls are cut in half, there's holes through heads, there's body parts pulling off. And I mean, it really is how it is depicted in Game mm. of Thrones. Right. It, it really was that sure. violent. Yeah. Which I can't even imagine. This war went on for 30 years. So then I'm just going to tell you a, some of the people and who they're based on. So like Joffrey was probably based on Edward of Lancaster and he was the son of King Henry IV and Margaret of Anjou. This is all during the War of the Roses too. There are rumors of his parentage just like Joffrey. Apparently Margaret of Anjou was a bit like Cersei. Uh, he enjoyed cutting off people's heads by the age of 13. Huh. So he's very similar. Uh, Theon Greyjoy is based on someone named George Plantagenet, who was the brother mm. of... The Plantagenets. Yes. You know them? Well, yeah, yeah, I know that name. Do you really? Mm-hmm. Oh. The brother of Edward the Fourth. Was that 4? 1V. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You should cut that out. Of your... I won't. <laughs> He was a York defender, but then traded sides to the Lancasters mm. and was drowned in a butt of wine for his treason. A butt? Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Which doesn't sound so bad. Yeah. <laughs> Depends on the butt, I guess. Brian kind of like parallels Joan of Arc. Uh, mm. Jamie was based on someone named Gotz von Berlingschen, who was a German mercenary. He had a cannonball that blew off his hand. Mm. And he was given a metal prosthetic that could even, like, grip. I mean, for back then, that's 1504. It was pretty crazy. He also had a catchphrase. A catchphrase? Mm-hmm. What was it? Urkan make em arsh lickin. What's that mean? He can lick my arse. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. There were, unfortunately, a few stories that he used as the inspiration for The Red Wedding, which was, at the end of season four... You know, I'm sure everybody knows that the Reigns of Castamere was the name of the episode. There was the Massacre of Glencoe. Mm. In 1691, Scottish clans were supposed to swear allegiance to King William of Orange and denounce James the... It's <laughs> not even the right number, is it? <laughs> yeah, you got their V in your eyes backwards. And denounce James the 567, uh, King of Scotland. They were supposed to get letters signed and sent back apparently like pledging their allegiance but there was one clan called the highland clan of mcdonald and the secretary of state which i guess i didn't realize that was a term was this guy named john darupel and he hated them so he gave them the letter late on purpose Mm. 
And so by the time the chief got it back, it wasn't accepted. But they didn't realize it was that big of a deal. But so some of the men of King William came down to Clan MacDonald and stayed with them. They lived there for like two weeks. They were shown hospitality until one night they decided to murder everybody. Mm. They murdered 38 people, some of them still in their beds. And they burned down the houses and about 40 women and children ran into the night and died from exposure in the blizzard. Jeez. <laughs> this was called slaughter under trust. It wasn't just called Tuesday? <laughs> Probably, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but this is the same thing that happened in you know the reigns of Castamere. They come and they break bread and they eat it with the mm-hmm. salt. And apparently that means that you're welcome and that you're safe in their mm-hmm. home. And there's another one called the Black Dinner. In 1440, the sixth Earl of Douglas, who was only 16 at the time, and his 10-year-old brother were asked to dinner by King of Scotland, James II. That one I know. Mm. One, two. Everyone was getting along fine until they came and brought uh, the head of a black bull and dropped it on the table and then started playing like ominous drums. And then they pulled the two boys outside, uh, gave them a mock trial, and beheaded them. Mm. And that was Friday. <laughs> Friday night. <laughs> and then I won't get into this because I know you don't want to hear it. But there were some medieval torture devices that even, like, Game of Thrones couldn't have thought up. I don't know if you remember that one where the guy, they would put a rat in a cup over the guy's stomach, and the rat would eat into the guy's stomach. That was on Game of Thrones. Uh, I don't remember that, but I've read American Psycho, and there's worse things but similar like that in that book. Have oh, you read really? That? No. I only saw the, saw the movie. Oh, you should read the book. Oh, okay. It's much worse. Oh, wonderful. I mean, yeah. Uh, So I'm just going to tell you about one. Okay. Uh, It's my favorite. (laughs) It's called uh, the Brazen Bull. Okay. Have you heard of this? Mm -mm. Okay, so it was a a metal bull, bull, B-U-L-L, and the victim was put inside after their tongue was cut off, then trapped inside, and then fires were lit around the outside of it until the bull heated up. And then inside, the person would be screaming and, like, failing about. So it looked like the bull was alive and, like, making noise. Crazy. And people loved it. Oh, my gosh. I still think about that scene in um, Sleepy Hollow. Remember, I think it's like Johnny Depp thinking back when he was a kid and maybe his mom, they thought her she was a witch. I'm kind of guessing a lot of this. But they show her, I think, being put in an Iron Maiden I think is what oh, that was, that... but basically the, the spikes and it right. closes and just, and then in the, that movie, the blood goes everywhere. That's that's quite a torture device. That was the last one I was going to tell you about because I didn't realize that, I mean, obviously Iron Maiden is the band mm-hmm. and it was based on a real torture device. And, right. yeah, and so, yeah, it was like a sarcophagus type thing that you would stand in with spikes, but apparently the spikes were not long enough to like kill you on impact. Mm. They would just poke you mm. so you were in pain until you bled to death. So how at like some point, I mean, obviously there were public hangings in America, mm-hmm. people being burned at the stake. And I'm so glad that that has all faded out. But I mean, why do you think that happened? Why do we now look at that as something that would never be allowed? Do you think we just... Yeah, I don't know. That's that's an awfully big question for, <laughs> for this late at night. It's not that late. <laughs> for me, it is. I'll ask Chris. There you go. Or ask me on, like, uh, Saturday. Well, okay. So what do you think What do you think the Warriors' chances are if Kevin Durant doesn't come back? Like, do you think that they could still beat the Bucks? 
Even without Kevin Durant? The Bucks? Bucks. Milwaukee Bucks. Oh. Giannis. Mm-hmm. You think they can? Mm-hmm. I don't know. It'd be interesting to watch a game or two, maybe. But I feel like they're going to need Durant. So what's next for us? Like our relationship? Yeah, are we going <laughs> to... You didn't know where to go, did you? I was going to say... So many thoughts. Oh. <laughs> Which one to pick? I think we should start rewatching Breaking Bad. Um, no, I feel like we just did that. I'm still, I'm rewatching The Sopranos. Well, yeah, but that's your independent project that you're doing without me. Yeah. When I go out at night. Yeah. All right, anything else? You know, I think that covers it for me. Bye. 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 Brian out. Bye. I don't want that in there. <laughs>